Hey, friends, good news. You can stream our live podcast from the LA PodFest next week and watch it at home. Uh, and it's good for at least a month, so you can watch it over and over again and memorize every part. Uh, you can also watch every other podcast in the festival, so it's a pretty good deal. Uh, go to LAPodFest.com. When you get to the streaming option, punch in promo code CASH. Please do that part. That's important. Promo code CASH, because you'll get a discount if you do it that way, and the festival will know you came to, uh, to see our podcast, so that would be great. You'd be helping us a lot. I know a lot of you have been frustrated. We haven't been to a city near you yet, so this is a great alternative. Go to LA PodFest, Live Stream Plus, and then punch in promo code CASH. Now, thanks to all the people in Edmonton that came to this live hot and tasty. We had a really great time. It's always great to meet everybody. And uh, thanks again to Rick Bronson's Comedy Strip for having us. Taste it. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Exciting to be here uh, in Edmonton. I uh, I don't want to brag, but I'm staying at the mall. Yeah, they put me up at the mall, uh, uh, which is amazing. Living in a mall, it's a dream come true. I've always wanted to live in a mall, and now that dream is finally realized. Not just any mall, too. It's one of the largest malls in in, in North America, I think. Right? It's uh, it's amazing. I got up this morning. I said I'm going to go to the gym. And, uh, you know, that'll be fun. So I got up and I went down the elevator and then went across the, uh, the lobby and then I went by the uh, shooting range, <laughs> which all malls have. And uh, uh, then I went by the water park and, and then I went by the mini golf course. Then I went through the food court and went by the Lamborghini. Uh, and then I went uh, by the ice skating rink. Uh, then I went through a couple of restaurants, went up an escalator. I stopped at Cross for a while uh, then I went on an elevator and got on a train and I got to the gym and I said fuck this I've done my workout I'm gonna go home and go back to bed it's a wonderful place uh, Canada isn't it it's wonderful they're actually paying me to be here uh, with a, a lifetime subscription to uh, uh, WestJet magazine uh, I can't wait for the swimsuit issue but it's a wonderful place, isn't it? It, it really is. Uh, it's, it's like this mall is, it's, it's, it's a giant mall. For those of you who don't know, this is a, what is this mall called? West Edmonton It's mall. called the West, uh, the what? 
It's called Edmonton, yeah. Uh, that's what it is. It has its own zip code and everything. There are people that live here, and I, I, there's ancient burial sites underneath. I, I think they did sacri- they sacrificed human beings at this mall, didn't they? Uh, but it, it's, a, it's a wonderful place. It really is. It's, uh, it's sort of like Las Vegas, this mall, uh, except you can only lose. Uh, there's no winning at this mall. Um, but, you know, I was thinking about this show, and... Uh, uh, they have donaires at the mall. I never, I didn't know what a donaire was. I'm from uh, uh, from from California originally, and I, I didn't know what a donaire was. And it's it's like a it's sort of like a, a poor man's wrap, <laughs> which we also know a wrap is really just an insecure burrito. So it's a real it's it's two it's two it's two parts removed from a burrito. Uh, but it's fun. It's it's a fun place. We're, I'm excited to be here. Uh, I don't have any guests for the show. Uh, and if you know anything about my podcast, uh, I've had some trouble getting guests. Uh, um, you know, uh, you know, it's the hard-hitting commentary. It's the tough uh, questions, which people have problems answering. Uh, some of the guests uh, just cancel on me. Other guests just die on the way to the show. Uh, rest in peace, Mackie Sasser. <laughs> uh, it, you know, it's hard to get guests. When I do get guests, let's be real. Some of them aren't that great. Uh, you know, uh, we've got one uh, uh, Pemberton uh, Bottlesticks. Uh, he ran for president uh, and uh, obviously didn't do that good of a job in America uh, since Trump beat him somehow. Uh, I don't. I think part of the problem was the ticket, the uh, uh, three uh, three three snaps and a butt slap platform just didn't really catch on in the states. Maybe that would have worked better in Canada. I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, of course, I had uh, Trish could hurl a button. Uh, he's a T.J. Miller impersonator. <laughs> and uh, he always seemed like sort of a watered-down version. Now, T.J. was a great guest, but uh, the show really put him on the map. And uh, <laughs> and he kind of blew up. And, uh, and, and now, you know, I don't get to see him as often. But uh, he was a good guest. I'll admit that. But bottom line is, I don't feel like I need guests anymore. I feel like it's between me and you. And to get those people who are watching, a lot of people like to watch the show... <laughs> For those of you that are watching at home, uh, you can see us right now. Uh, we're in the back of an orange Julius. And uh, let, me, let me go back a step. Uh, what I decided is that a lot of you know I love to sneak into things. I've snuck into hundreds of concerts and Super Bowls and uh, just, you know, Springsteen, uh, uh, you know, NBA finals, uh, hockey playoffs. That's a hobby of mine. And I thought I would share this gift uh, with other people. Uh, and so what I did was I uh, met the crowd, uh, the fans of the Cashing with T.J. Miller show, and we've been doing a series of sneak-ins here at the mall. Uh, and it's pretty exciting. We've uh, we spent the day, actually the night, it's now nighttime, right guys? It's now nighttime, and we spent the night uh, sneaking into stuff. There's only one security guard at the entire mall. He's a beleaguered security guard. It's a lot of real estate for him to cover. So I was able to, we all snuck in. You guys, you can just remind me of some of the places we snuck into. Uh, you know, we snuck into uh, Crocs, of course, uh, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. Uh, we got some rest in there. Uh, we snuck into uh, the Build-A-Bear Workshop. That's why most of the people here right now uh, have a bear. Uh, we snuck into the uh, old spaghetti factory, which is kind of sad because, you know, it's a factory and they have, like, kids working in there, like, late at night. 
Uh, you know, we snuck into a, a place to get to a marijuana store. It's called Two Dudes and a Pipe. <laughs> and it really surprised me. So we got really wasted in there. A lot of these, the crowd right now is very stoned. And then people got paranoid. They're like, that security guard's going to catch us. But, but no, wait, oh, wait, wait a second. Is that the, who is, is that the security guard? Indeed, sir. That's the security guard? Everybody, hands in the air. <laughs> we have nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> Now listen up. Uh, most security guards aren't, aren't eating poutine at the same time. Hey, I got a lot of ground to cover. It's only me in this mall. It's the biggest one in North America. So I don't take breaks, sir. Now you want to explain what you're doing here? Well, I, I was trying to teach them about sneak-ins and how to get in places, and uh, we snuck into uh, Bikini Village. Did uh, you? <laughs> yes, I, I did. Usually, I don't admit it. This it's my it's my flashlight. <laughs> did you? Wait a second. Yeah. What are you drinking? Most security guards aren't drinking hard alcohol <laughs> on the job. This is, this is Crown. And this is Edmonton. And this is yeah. Canada. This is That's right. It has two thirds the alcohol. It's most alcohol, right? <laughs> Oh, you have water too. That's good. I was at your pistol. Yeah, and I, I get a, I get a workout. I, I swim the lagoon every morning, <laughs> right under the pirate ship, all the way to the water post. I do my water exercises with the water in my feet. I literally just use hey, this as a microphone. Well, this is great, <laughs> sir. Yeah. Would you like to be my guest? I'm doing a podcast. Can you tell us what it's like to be a, a security guard at the mall? Of- you just think that I, I, I can be a guest on a podcast? I'm the only security guard in the entire the entire mall? I mean, I, who do you think has to constantly be catching those fucking kids that get out of the factory? The spaghetti factory. They escape. I've got to find them. They're lost. Well, I guess, I guess it would be you, yeah. The answer is yes. Because to be honest with you, it's my last week working here. I'm going into retirement. Hell, it's time to kick back a bit. The name's Woe. Jawo. Jawo? This wasn't planned at all. I, uh, it's, it's a family name. Really? Yeah, Are you, you come out. from a family of woes? If I take... Yeah, well, no one knows the troubles we see. Uh, Are you Jaw Jr.? No, Esquire. Uh, Now I'm going to take off my security mask. Okay. Okay. I don't want you, I never reveal my identity. I never reveal my identity. So go ahead, yeah, shoot. Well, yeah, when when, when did you... Do you come from a long line of security guards? Uh, let's see. No, no one in the family ever worked security. My father has a PhD in neuroscientific at the University of Edmonton, and he teaches there. My mother was an astrophysicist who sort of coded and dabbled in, in her spare time. And then my... Uh, oh, I'll tell you, you. My only brother is a... Well, he's an astrophysicist as well. Wow. He's also an astronaut. And then my cousin, Darina, yeah. he's also an astrophysicist, actually. So you really didn't fall far from the tree. No. And neither did T.J. Miller! Wait a second! What the? Who the? Horton, here's the who? Oh, my God, T.J., what are you doing 
sitting here, and this is amazing. Eating poutine, man. <laughs> oh, it's so good to see you. I haven't poutine. seen you since. It's so good to see everybody. I want to say, you two, you, sir, were one of the first to throw your hands up when the security guard, not you, the guy behind you. <laughs> He's got a 12 and a half t shirt, too. Is that real? Send yeah, him a poutine. Send that man a poutine. <laughs> Thank you, lady. Give it poutine, a poutine for the man in front. <laughs> Makes me feel like a king. That's like an old king from Canada. <laughs> I give. I'm hungry. You're hungry. We're all hungry. So let's eat. And he said the word poutine for the man in front. <laughs> those guys got out ahead of us. Look at those two. Right, no, we already ordered them. <laughs> we knew that was going to be the theme. Yeah. They're, they're bringing poutines to yeah. whomever we say, give me a poutine. <laughs> um, so, you know. There's only a few of those 12 and a half t-shirts. That's awesome, man. But give a round of applause for the wait staff that yeah. came in early. They came in so early. Have a show. You know, we you just all hang out and have fun. Yeah. Tip more than you should. Tip so much that later tonight you're like, shit. <laughs> pre-tip pre-tip that's right my man I, I do still I, I pre-tip do you continue to pre-tip yeah I pre-tip uh, pre-tipping and for those of you who haven't heard the show uh, you know you, you, you tip before the meal uh, if you have a good feeling about someone you say you know I think this is going to go well uh, I'm going to give you the money now so that you know that I'm a good person and you exactly. don't have to the whole time be like what do you want he asked for another salt shaker why does he need two salt shakers what's he got to do his yeah. own little salting on either side yeah and uh, what, he, he's probably going to stiff me with the yeah. tip no then you're like another salt shaker well I, I'm excited to see what this is about yeah you're banking so you're, you're investing in your own future when you pre-tip that's what you're doing you're putting a down payment on the goodwill the only drug Drawback to pre-tipping is that it somehow sounds sexual. I found because I've tried to explain it to other people, and when I start to say, "Well, I pre-tip to a girl," she's like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, that's true. What you happens before the tip? Yeah, you got to know where to pre-tip. You don't want to pre-tip at the Bikini Village, no. which is right here in the mall. The Bikini—it's no. a village of bikinis. There's a place called the House. Of knives. Yeah. That's yeah. very scary. Yeah. I, mean, I saw a guy yeah. just lurking around looking at knives in there. He's like, this house feels like a home. <laughs> <laughs> For the three point line mall jokes. Oh my God. We're going to do 100% mall material. <laughs> this is the West Edmonton Mall Show. They call it the Mall Cast. I also love that you didn't know the name of the mall that you're working in. Like, what if you go somewhere and get lost and they're like, well, where do you work? What's the name of the place? And you're yeah. like, I don't, I don't know. Well, you know, this, this, this the way, it's whim, man. This, it's whim. It wasn't, this wasn't the first time. Let me just tell you that my problem going through customs. And then we'll, we'll, this wasn't, I had a, one of my whim motherfuckers yeah. right over here. I had, a, I had a bad start to the trip. I didn't tell you this, and I want you to hear your story too. But we went through customs as you do as you're coming into a new country. Uh, as you were America, want to as do. you're wont to do. As you come in. And this is how my trip started into Canada. The, uh, the, the lady at the, you know, the, the guard there at the, at the door. There's the actually a door woman. now. And I knocked, and she opened it. She wanted a, 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 you know, do you give her your, your, your uh, sheet that you filled out? Uh, and she said, can you read? No. 
Now, that's not ever a good way to start your entry into not only a country, but any relationship. Uh, no, there's no good things that are going to happen after that. I was like, this isn't going well trying, right away. You're trying to buy a car. Yeah, she goes, can you read? No one's like, remember when we, you know, no one's like getting married. They're like, yeah, when we met, she asked me if I could even read. It's, it, it's anything. It's bad. If you go into a drone store yeah. to buy a drone, a flying drone, so that you can... Just fly into the sky. And you walk in and the guy just looks you up and down and goes, Can you read? Yeah, so, so and you you went to the same lady, so I want to hear about your experience, but even at an illiterates group. Yeah. Like illiterates yeah. anonymous. Right. Like the people that yeah. the people that don't it's know how to read and yeah. they all meet together and yeah. they talk about it and they're like, sometimes I walk by signs and I'm like <laughs> Who knew? You know? Even so, there, you don't want somebody saying. Can you read? And she was mean about it, so I didn't answer her question because she, because I, I was very, very, very upset, and I was trying to think of something sarcastic to say, but I was analyzing if that might be bad to start it off even, make it even worse, and she's not going to let me in the country, and I can't do the tour and everything. And then she goes, "Open it up," and I opened it up, and on the bottom she goes, "Read that," and I read it, and in red marking it said, "Don't fold this card." Uh, <laughs> And, but she goes, read it out loud. <laughs> Which I thought was very demeaning. You thought? Yeah. I think you were, you hit that one on the mark. Yeah. I felt that, I felt things had gone too far, so I thought it was time I could say something a little snappy, and I go, actually, I have not yet learned to read. And I go, it's on my bucket list. I'm going to be looking into that next summer. This summer I learned to swim. And she did laugh. I'm a late bloomer. She didn't laugh, but she also didn't know what to do because it, she wasn't sure if I was telling the truth or not, and you really can't mock someone that can't read. So I think I effectively turned the tables on her a little bit. Right? And plus, I'm from America, and she thought, yeah, maybe you can't read. I mean, I don't want to sell my country short, but we probably can't read as well, or as good, I should say. We can't read as good. It's just proved the fact. I know. That's, I, that was the joke. I did that on purpose. All the way there. I, I did that on purpose. Uh, uh, we don't read as well good as... Uh, no, but you guys probably have a, you have an education system that has everyone reading. So then I think she backed out a little. But then I made things worse again. She goes, what are you doing here? I go, I'm doing a comedy show. She goes, where? And I go, at the, at the mall. And she goes, what mall? And I go, the really big one. Because I didn't know the name of the mall. And that's, that takes us full circle to the start of this story. I mean, and, uh, I yeah. had... Did you have a good experience with her? She was mean. I, I, I had a good experience. And it's one of the... I despise her. I'll be honest with you. I really, I really feel so much anger at her. She did tell you, read that out loud. Yeah, that was so much. And I, uh, at the end, she's got a gun, you know. Well, and she's going to win this thing. And this is one of the scenarios where you want to go. What? I mean, if you had some power in your in this situation, you'd want to say, you know, what's what's going on in your life where you have to be this mean on the job? Like you're really you're a really sad person. You can take that route. I mean, you have before. I have, but not with a security agent or whatever. I think that's the problem. You can say, what happened in your life where you're so sad that you have to attack someone that can't read trying to cross the border? I think you can't say that. Well, so I I when I travel now and I go into an airport. I don't, first of all, I do not do it when I am high. I, I try not to do that anymore. Because uh, people, as you, as you walk, people are kind of looking at you and sort of whispering to each other. And if you're really high, that's the scariest thing. You're like, they found me and they're coming for me. 
<laughs> they surrounded the airport. Um, so, but it's a lot of like also people kind of coming over and be like, "Hey, can I have a picture?" And me kind of being like, "Ah, no, we're kind of late for our flight," and then being like, "Man, fuck you." <laughs> that actually happened in Madison on the street. This kid was like, "Dude, we're your biggest fans, biggest fans." So, uh, what movies were you in? What? This one guy asked me, he goes, it was this homeless gentleman, and he comes up to me and he's like, Lady, let me borrow your phone. And I was like, Well, what, what's going on? He said, That guy said you're famous, and I, want, I, I don't have my phone, I want to borrow your phone to look you up on IMDb. <laughs> That's a real thing that happened, and I, I'm serious. And I really said, I can't let you have my phone because that is. Too ridiculous to have happen. <laughs> what you're discussing is so... It's too surreal to even imagine. What, what percentage of the time when people talk to you that, that they say ridiculous things? Because here's one we were talking about the other day. When people say, uh, you look like a friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go, yo, that's really nice. Uh, thank you for telling me that, you know, if I die... Uh, it's reassuring to know that there are other people that can... That I'm not unique at all. That uh, I'm very replaceable in this world. That's very reassuring. What are you telling that other friend? Do you, I saw someone that looked just... I mean, this is a terrible thing to so say. I got a lot of... Um, you know, a few years ago, I used to get a lot of like, Dude, my, uh, my best friend, Eric, he's like exactly like you. Like, you guys have the same sense of humor. And I'm like, tell him that he's got a friend that's really weird and creepy that's talking about him. You know? So I get a lot of that. But so in the airport, okay. I, I'll, the airport. I'll sort of, I'll get off a plane, and sometimes it's those really long hallways, and somebody will be like, hey man, hey come on, take a picture. I'm like, I can't, man. You know, but I'd like to meet you, and so I meet them. Sometimes I lately I've been hugging people for too long. <laughs> So that we get to a point where they actually are like, I wish I hadn't said hi to this guy. And also, I don't want to take a picture with this guy. You know? He's made me feel uncomfortable for long, far too long. But, you know, you get that like, you know what, you jerk, I didn't even know who you were, all right? My girlfriend told me you were some famous guy from Deadpool. I, didn't, I don't even remember, I didn't go see that movie. Yeah. And then it's just, then... Both of us were on the same plane, so we both now are walking side by side, him just fuming like a Street Fighter character. <laughs> just heaving, you know, just... Uh, 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 I'd slit your throat if I, if I had been visiting the House of Knives before that. <laughs> and, so, and so it's just heaving. And it's me walking so uncomfortable being like, why? Why is this why is this the result of me trying to make people laugh in major motion pictures like Transformers 4? And you know. uh, so so that's basically that that's part of what sort of my weird fame situation is right now. But there's a good thing about it, and that's that I got to the uh, the customs agent. She was. Okay. She was really. She's mean. She kind of went. She went. Yeah. Take take your boarding passes out of your passports, please. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You want me to burn them in front of you? Good God. <laughs> uh, you know. She took the passports. She didn't go to the read card. Yeah. No. She goes. Any read card? No. Because <laughs> pretty pretty quickly she says. Yeah. Yeah. And so pretty quickly she says. Uh, you in town for work? And I I was like yeah yeah getting ready for the comedian talk, you know. Uh, and the guy next to her was like, oh, are you here working, man? What are you up to? 
And I was like, oh, well, I'm working the comedy club in uh, Edmonton. He's like, yeah, yeah, the comic strip, right? In the West Edmonton Mall. Man, have a good show. That's awesome. Tonight and tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, yeah, there's two shows. So we're in a fucking customs. <laughs> you understand? There are people behind us being like, God damn it, I've been waiting to be on for 14 days. And this guy's giving him a fucking website. I'm like, it's comicstrip.ca. <laughs> And so I go back to her, and she can't be like, are you a drug dealer or terrorist or whatever? You know, you're that fucking asshole from TV. <laughs> and so then she softened up and was like, so you, you do comedy, too? And I was like, yeah, yeah. She's like, all right, go ahead. Are you serious? <laughs> go through. That's it. I all see, that, I, all like, I had to do was tell the guy, one of the reporter agents, what time the shows were and where and the website, and they were like, come on into Canada. <laughs> I am so pissed off right now. I get accused of not being able to read, and she's like, just go ahead. We don't need to look at your passport. You were in Deadpool. Go ahead. It's the only upside to fame. It's really one of the only ones. But I don't even travel internationally that much, so most of the time it's just some guy telling me to go fuck myself. I have a friend that told me to go fuck myself. Anyway, this is great. He looked just like you. Those kids that said the biggest fan thing, yeah. the like, biggest fan, what were you in? Um, they got mad because I, I didn't take a picture, but I was like, we, this is a real human moment. Don't record your life. Live it. And uh, one of them was like, motherfucker. And I was like, you're 15. And I'm imprisoned in this thing where I would fucking hit you. I, I, I would deck you. And well, I'd slap you really hard. I'd slap him in the calf, in the back of the calf. Really like, ah, one of those. Just right on the back of his leg. And he's like, what just happened? I'm like, you better believe it. Um, but, uh, you know, I can't because it'll be on blog.com. Yeah. No, that's, well, you know what? We, a lot of the people on this show... Uh, they're not the 12 and a half. They don't know what's happening next. But, uh, it's really important that we do this. And, uh, you know, it's a section we like to call the Triple, Triple Banger Lightning Round. Wow, that was good. Triple Banger Lightning Round. Question. Triple Banger Lightning Round. Question one. Question one. Things people have never said about Cobbler. About what? Cobbler. Uh, I wish that was pie. Oh, really? Oh, you got a bunch of pie people in here. Things, uh, I'm going to give you some choices here. Things people have never said about cobbler. Uh, I'll have the salmon and a side order of cobbler. That's true. Not a lot of people getting sides of cobbler with fish. Uh, I can't eat a whole bowl of cobbler, but I could fuck up a cup of cobbler right now. Can you just repeat that for the jury one more time? You're going to choose the one that people have most not said. I mean, the thing that you uh, just said. You don't think anyone's ever said that? It's one of the funniest things. I can't eat a whole bowl of cobbler, but I can fuck up a cup of cobbler right now. (laughs) 
You know what it is? It's the cup of cobbler. It's just too many cuss sounds to not be just a lot of fun. I could fuck up a cup of cobbler. You have to start selling that as t-shirts and quit every other aspect of your, of your career. Uh, is that the cobbler guy? The guy that fucks up cups of cobbler? Yeah, that's him. He's quick comedy. That's all he does. You'll, you'll pass dessert He travels bars. around and fucks up cups of cobbler. You'll pass by dessert bars and people will raise their... They'll toast you with their cups of cobbler. Like, there he is, the cobbler guy. The man that started this. this. <laughs> I already fucked mine up. <laughs> but I'll toast him anyway. To you, sir. I fucked up my cup of cobbler. You and two people toast a cup of cobbler. <laughs> Most people don't toast their cobbler, do they? They should, though, right? They toast me up. Let's fuck these up. <laughs> I got an idea. Let's fuck up these cups of cobbler. Pronto. So silly. Okay, so a couple more uh, other things people have never said about cobbler. There's two of us. So, can you cut us two slices of cobbler? <laughs> because we're about to put them in a cup and fuck that up. The last one is, uh, I see the face of Richard Nixon in my cobbler. Which, you know, that, that, that would work. The face of Richard Nixon? Yeah. Yeah. That would be terrifying, to be sure. I think that's the one Would you send it back? Yeah, if you, if, you saw the, see the, if you saw the face of Richard Nixon in your cobbler... Or Nancy Grace, either way. If it's Nancy Grace, I'll fucking eat that shit. Just to just to devour her ugly. Pig Wait, what are you trying to say? Are you trying to say you don't like Nancy Grace? Is that what you're trying to say? You know what? Actually I met her. We get along pretty well. I hate her. She's a fear monger. She's one of the many wonderful people in our media in the United States where she just like I, I looked up at, at when she <laughs> Segment. I know that we've talked about this a lot, but I, don't think I looked up at a segment, this. and she's just screaming and screaming. And underneath the Chiron was seniors getting raped. <laughs> and I was like, "What are you doing? What, what are we supposed to do about that? You just all you do is see her show and be like, well, the world is a terrible yeah, the place.' Terrible. And we got to look at this thing, scream at us about it, and be like, "Seniors are getting raped everywhere." <laughs> Every single retirement community raping them, raping the seniors. Seniors in general, not any demographic, just older people. Some people are in their 50s. We, we thought this would be more terrifying. I can't stand her. But I, I think, yeah, that fuck it up. A cup of cobbler. Fuck up a cup of cobbler. Triple banger lightning round. Question, Question two. two. Question two. two. Triple banger auxiliary round. <laughs> okay, that's my Not time for that's that yet. One. Well, not yet. All right. We, we have we have a few triple bangers. The auxiliary is usually the fourth one. So triple goes in threes, and then the auxiliary's fourth. So I know that numbers work differently in Canada. Uh, there's the exchange rate. Sometimes three means six. You're the host, but you, did you hear me? Did you want to hear me? No, but did you hear me go, can I, do, can I do the auxiliary one? Can I do mine? Well, you and you're like, no, no, no. Because you're a father. No, son. Stop it, okay? You'll do the auxiliary round when the second triple banger and then the third triple banger are done. Okay? That's when the auxiliary round comes. Melissa, shut the fuck up for a second, all right? The auxiliary round. <laughs> Who is Melissa, you know? And what if, if there's a woman over here named Melissa, and she's like, why is this part of the show? 
I apologize to all the Melissa's in the audience. Turn my line around. Question, question two. two. Question two. Uh, the moon. Time for a new facial expression. <laughs> the moon has been pouting and looking startled for our entire lifetimes. And it just seems like such a waste that we went to the moon and all we did was play golf and I, basically space jack, uh, which is masturbating on the moon. <laughs> space jacking. And, we could have, and people could have, the Americans could have gone to the moon painted a new face on it, and we'd have, like, a happy face to look at for the rest of our lives. And so the moon's like... <laughs> have you looked at the moon? Seriously, have you looked at it, how startled it looks? My son was like, the moon looks startled. Uh, and it's like it's mocking... I'll tell you this. <laughs> You're basing... You know what the moon's basically saying? Can you people down there read? <laughs> it's like... I, I, I don't you I think know, we've I done something wrong I haven't looked at the moon and seen a you face you need to look at the moon but your son has and he is the basis of this theory that the moon that the moon is pouting does anyone has anyone noticed the moon seems like it's like startled and like a little bit stunned has anyone anybody it's mouth any, is open any moon allies do you guys see the moon any moon well, let me, let's try this from a different any moon type has anyone here left the fucking mall uh, so how could you have seen the moon if you don't leave this ridiculous fake society you built here in Edmonton I was I'm, I've been pro mall today you know I worked because I just came from the mall of America yeah that's right. Oh, don't. I'll tell you how they. I'll tell you what they thought when I told them that I was coming here. <laughs> they they didn't know where that this was. They, they, they some of them were so drunk they didn't know where they were. And all this. Some of them have been in mall for years, but uh, I'm pro mall. At the Mall of America, I walked around. I was really. You know, you go back and forth. You're like, this is what we did with it. This is our capitalist pyramids of Giza. This is it. This is the. The summation of like our era is this is giant fucking mall with three Victoria's Secrets. Not bad. Not a bad part. Uh, the King Village. Abercrombie and Fitch and Fitch and Abercrombie. They got a great works. Shit, I mean they had a baby gap as big as a fucking real gap. <laughs> yeah, you know it. Uh, but I just you know you'll, you'll I'll get down on it and then I get excited and today I'm sort of back up on the idea of this giant mall. Because because of the chocolate smells of seal shows. <laughs> I have There's a seal whole, show I, at the mall. I have this whole theory. Yeah, here so, this For mall, those of you that don't live here. This, this mall is so big that it has a pirate There's ship. There's a seal show. There's a seal show. There is a water park in the mall. <laughs> and there is... What? There's an indoor roller coaster. And there's an indoor roller coaster. At this mall? Yeah. Hey, guess that's what? Really? I didn't see that. That is that's how big this mall is. I've been living in this yeah. mall doing and shows, and, and neither of us knew there's a roller coaster. We, we still haven't gotten to the part of the mall with the roller coaster. That's like you live. You know your closet's too big. If you get a roller coaster yeah, in, in your, your mall, closet, you know that your mall's too big. If someone, if there's a, if there's a dinosaur living in your closet and you haven't noticed. Your closet's too big. There's a Ferris wheel in your mall, and no one who works at the mall can find the Ferris wheel. Your mall's too big. Uh, if your mall has tectonic plates, <laughs> but it's real which things. Create seismic shifts in the mall. A roller coaster that we don't 
didn't know that it was here? <laughs> yeah, I didn't That's know that. That's so gigantic. I had no idea. <laughs> Where is it? There's a whole amusement park. Yeah. Is it in the mall? Are you serious? Galaxy Land. There's yeah. a land within the mall? <laughs> oh, you know, I want to know what's at the Mall of America? At the center of the mall... Is Nick is a Nickelodeon universe? So they're trying to be like, I'm all so big. We have a universe inside. We can fit a universe inside our. Yeah, that's that's a big. That's a big mall. Are you saying there's a there's a roller coaster inside this mall? Yeah. What the fuck are we doing here right now? Exit over to Galaxy Land. No. Yeah, you seem really happy about Galaxy Land. You see the extra. You do look like I feel a like guy. you go there a lot. Yeah. You do look like a guy who goes to Galaxy. I feel like I feel like you go to. Look, I look like a guy who goes to Galaxy. Here's the progression. I think I think this guy goes to two dudes with pipes. There's a store called Dude Two Dudes with Pipes, and he picks up his paraphernalia, and then he goes to Galaxy Land. Did you know that if one of the dudes isn't there, you can't buy the pipe? <laughs> Did you guys get your poutine? Fantastic. It was fantastic. Yeah. Let's give Melissa some poutine. You know what? I'm wanting poutine over in this table. Yeah? Can we get can we get these ladies a poutine? Serve those ladies a fresh hot plate of poutine. <laughs> and do it quickly. <laughs> We're Poor going father. to the roller coaster later. <laughs> There's nothing like taking a roller coaster after a whole plate of poutine. An entire amusement park that I just didn't know was here. Yeah, didn't even know it existed. Very crazy. Why don't we do the triple banger auxiliary Ooh, round? Okay. Oh, yeah. Triple banger auxiliary. I want to hear it. You have one. This is awesome. You have so, an auxiliary. Yeah, okay. So, all right. And then I want to return to the chocolate smells. Oh, yeah. That too. Of, do- of seal shows. Dolphins too, actually. Are there no. dolphins there? I think so. There used to be. They all died. Used to be? (laughs) They died. They were killed because they couldn't... Maybe they were tired of not seeing the fucking moon. (laughs) I can fuck up a cup of cobbler right now. (laughs) I love fuck up a cup of cobbler. I love it. At the mall. Yeah. Splitting families, pro or con. Now what you're seeing is when you're walking When you're walking and you see a family Bro, this morning I was walking And this father and son was walking really fast Right towards me and I could have like stepped to the side And I was like, let's split them down the middle So I split them right in two I mean they got right back together But I was like, I'm splitting fams, baby It's a fun little hobby They don't know, they're not like, did you see that guy? He just split us not doing that. So I'm. I, I, I saw a, a segment on Nancy Grace about this. Uh, it's a lot more serious than you realize. You're splitting families. Splitting families at the mall. Uh, you know, I'm pro splitting splitting families. Uh, I feel bad when there's a, a a card involved sometimes. Well, like a but fuck that stroller. <laughs> Why are they carting around anyway? Leave that baby in the car. <laughs> That's my fuck up a cup of cobbler. Leave that baby in the car. I'm splitting fans. How many families just lose each other at this small? You're a security guard here. How many? How many families just because it's a you know that would be scary. It's gigantic, but uh, you're right. I would not if somebody has a stroller. I wouldn't like laterally split them from the stroller. Like get like push their hands out of the way and let the stroller let the stroller start rolling down going down the stairs. You know. Bum, 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 you know, and the, the cabs come, the bus is coming. 
I go down and get the kid. You know? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I bet there's a whole holding area for people that have lost uh, split families. <laughs> I was you know? split, and then I turned around. I didn't know where I was. <laughs> uh, does the mall have a have a jail? Like not even like a prison? Yeah, I think it does. Rick, does it have like a holding cell or something? There's, there's what? what? There's a station. Can I have another uh, uh, crown on the rocks? I just found out there's a police station in the mall where I'm staying. Where you're the only security guard. Yeah, that's true. Hey, let's move it on to where were you? Where were you? Where were you? Where were you? Wherever you are now. Where were you? Yeah. Yeah, this is... uh, Where were you? You You've been traveling a bit. I was in... uh, uh, I was traveling with my wife uh, in Idaho. We were in Twin Falls, Idaho. We'd driven about 10 hours that night. We're looking for a hotel. And uh, we, we, get, we get to the town. We really, you know, at 3, 4 in the morning, you really want a hotel to be available. Uh, we get to the La Quinta. There's a man standing on the roof of the La Quinta uh, uh, with no shirt on. Uh, m- mostly seems naked. Is it and I think it looks to me like he's going he's gonna to jump. Yeah. Uh, is it La Quinta? Uh, La Quinta, La Quinta. You say potato, I doesn't say matter. There's no, there's no Spanish people. There's no Spanish people in Canada, so it doesn't matter. Hey, hello. Oh, oh, right here. Here's the, here's, here's the Spanish person. In the can, can we get this man a poutine? Get him a poutine. He's had a rough go of it. Get him a poutine with salsa. He's had people his entire... <laughs> every, every Canadian is like, hey, will you help me out with this, por favor? You've got to hear that too many times. You go out to dinner with people and they're like, uh, can he have a margarita? <laughs> I know, it really does happen. I, too, am Hispanic. <laughs> So, so, we're, so we're at the La Quinta. She's great. So we're at the La Quinta. Uh, now I'm really gun shy about saying the name of the hotel. Go, go, go full and La Quinta. He's, and my wife goes, "There's a man. He's about to jump off that roof uh, of the hotel." And I said, "No, that that's just a mannequin." Uh, I was very tired. I'd been driving like ten hours, and she's like, "Why would they have a mannequin of someone committing suicide?" A hotel. How could that be a good advertisement? Why would he be, I don't know, 250 with no shirt on, with a cigarette in his mouth and a bottle in his hand, swaying to and fro? And I go, that's just the wind. It's blowing it around. And I really believe that. I really believe that. And she goes, no, that's a real person. So I rolled down my window. I looked up, and it's true. It was a real person. And this is the worst part. This is the most, I'm the worst good Samaritan ever. I go, I don't think we should stay at this hotel. I I wasn't worried about his safety or anything. I was just like, if people are jumping off the roof of the hotel we're about to stay at, I think maybe we should find other lodging. I think that's true, but I I like the advertising campaign of the mannequin on the roof of looking to end, and the slogan is like, it's either here or the Red Roof Inn, but you'll be jumping. Yeah, it's not, as a, it's, a, it's not a steeper roof to jump off of, uh, Quint. Now, we, I did go to the front desk and said, hey, I think someone's jumping off your roof. Um, you know, so I'd like you to, you know, let's call the police to stop them. And, uh, but we decided that we thought it was just a bad omen uh, to stay there. We looked for other hotels. But uh, later we found out, because there were no hotels available anywhere, that this man actually was on the roof because it was 
It was there was no smoking indoors, and he uh, decided to risk his life uh, so that he could uh, smoke uh, cigarettes that night. There was no. Oh, he just gone to the roof. Yeah, he just went to the roof. But this is my question to you. This brings us to an essential question. They're like, yeah. Yeah. He looked like one of those hands people. You know, the people that. What are those at the uh, car? At the car? Do they have those here? Yeah. Yeah. The flailing hands people? Oh, those are, that's an international phenomenon. Yeah. <laughs> they have a lot of those at Galaxy World. Yeah. That is, uh, the, that is the international sign for, hey, come on over here. We're having a sale. It's just that guy with the arms blind. Like, but here's what I told my wife. This is what I want to ask you about. This is an essential question. Is there a certain time of night where if someone doesn't have a shirt on, uh, you're more concerned about them? I think that time is about midnight. I think anytime you see a man uh, with no shirt on after midnight, you're like, that guy's up to no good. <laughs> what time do you think? I, we talk about it. I put it at 11. Okay. I think 11, you're still like, why do you have your shirt off? <laughs> and why are you in the mall? <laughs> No, so, but you've had an experience with this, where you've actually taken your shirt off. Did that ever happen? Yeah, I've, I've taken my shirt off. Gosh, I'm not, you know. Yeah, I, I thought you had a funny story about it, right? It's legal here. Isn't it sad that the only person that keeps yelling and interrupting is the only Mexican in <laughs> Canada? Don't you want to just be quiet and enjoy the rest of the show and not make him, come on, shh, shh. All you have to do is just, we just listen. This is the great part about a comedy show is that you don't have to talk and you just laugh. That's the whole point. It's fantastic. Yeah, I took on, I bought a battle axe in Philadelphia. So I bought a battle axe. I actually bought a real battle axe and it's, it was double-sided. You know, it had a skull face in the middle. I bought it at a place called Asian Treasures. That's right, Philadelphia, the, the birthplace of racism. Uh, but, it, you know, I bought it at a place called Asian Treasures, and the woman was really trying to sell me a sword, because I guess I had looked at the swords for long enough that she was like, you want this sword? Good sword, good price, you know? Good price, blue steel, carbon fiber, with the handle, this good sword. Also, this sword, longer blade. See, good price, good price. And I was like... Compared to what? <laughs> she was like, battle axe, good price? I, like, I don't, what does it cost? I mean, was it price checking it on Amazon before I came being like, hmm, a hundred bucks for a battle axe. That's, that's a damn good price. But it was a hundred dollars, so I, I talked her down to 95 and I bought this battle axe. But I had to ask my wife, Kate, I, was, I had to be like, Kate, please let us um, uh, buy this battle axe and then we can have a battle axe on the bus. She's like, you want to, TJ, no. You want to, you want to, you want to bring a battle axe on a bus? What, are you going to fuck up a cup of cobbler and then kill yourself? She's like, you're going to cut yourself, you know? Even while you're trying to fuck up a cup of cobbler. She's like, yeah, absolutely, you cannot bring that on there. And I was like, please, you've got to understand that this battle axe will be great, trust me. But something good will come from this. I know it. And there are these sort of plastic, um, almost rubber, but plastic uh, sheaths on either side of yeah. the uh, of the knives because it's a real fucking battle axe. You can kill somebody with it. And uh, <clears throat> so she made me promise to super glue those sheaths on so that it would make it safe. And then I could I couldn't cut myself with it. You know. 
And I was like, okay, all right, yeah, okay, deal, I'll do it. Guess what I didn't do? I did not super glue the sheets on. So I'm in my room kind of swinging in, practicing all my ballax moves. You know, the one that goes in front and then to the side, and then you swing it around your head and you go, I shall end ye! Or bring, I also use it to point, you know? I was practicing pointing and stuff, being like, bring ye a poutine! Bring a, bring a poutine for that gentleman back there. And for the lady and the gentleman, and the lady and the gentleman at the far wall. I also, I also, I also used it uh, at a subway. Subway sandwich shop? Yeah, that was really fun. You know? I'm like, uh, banana peppers. And then jalapenos. No, in front. No, in front of that. Help! No, not the olives. No, not, not the uh, fucking olives. Do, do you take it to Betty Hanna? Uh, not, not yet. But when I do, oh, buddy, that's gonna shock that cook. I'm gonna help. With the, I'm gonna help with the shrimp section. Uh, so I had this battle axe. Okay, I started kind of carrying it around because it was really funny. Oh, sorry, I forgot to mention. So then I cut myself. <laughs> Bad, as you are want to as do. As I want to do. And I started bleeding a lot. And Kate walked in right then and saw me with a battle axe in my hand and blood coming out of my other hand. She's like, what's going on? And I was like, nothing. And she was like, did you cut yourself with the battle axe? And I was like, mm-mm. And she was like, but you're bleeding. You're bleeding all over. That didn't come yeah. from the battle axe? I'm like, no. She's like, give me the battle axe. I gave it to her, and she, she's like, you didn't super glue, but I'm not giving this back to you until we super glue. I'm going to go super glue right now. And I was like, please. Okay. So then now I've been, you know, I've been carrying around because it's not really dangerous. And uh, we, were, we, were, we were in the bus, and then we wanted to go back to the hotel room from, you know, uh, Mall of America. But the hotel is inside the Mall of America, but when it's closed, you can only get in through the front of the hotel. So I was like, let's just walk around the mall. And so we started walking around the mall of America. That's, that's the biggest mall in North America. I don't think it's I, I love that that's like a source of pride. Almost like a, almost like a sports team that yeah. you're just like, yeah, fuck a bunch of mall of America. It's almost like the mall... Man forever, motherfucker! It's like the malls had a civil war, you know? That's true. Like they broke off from each other. But so, so I'm, we're walking around the mall of America, and it's taking forever, and it's cold out. And all I'm wearing is a button-down shirt. And Thanks, my please. wife has, has bare shoulders. <laughs> they like a three-ply cash sack. I, I try to work on the crowd two guys at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm walking and you know Kate's really cold and she's got a scarf on but her shoulders are bare and I'm like because we didn't realize it was going to be that cold even though it's Minnesota so it's like let me just give you my shirt there's no one around here there's no cars on the street there's no people walking I do, let me just give you my shirt she's like well no but then you'll be cold and I was like I'm not going to be cold I got a, I got a battle axe to keep me warm <laughs> so, I, so I give her uh, my shirt and we're walking and like a car drives by and then we're walking we're walking and then it drives by again 
and we're walking, we're walking, and I, I start to sort of muse. I'm like, I mean, this is pretty funny. I mean, I'm shirtless with a battle axe, and we're walking around the Mall of America. Like, this is a real life moment, yeah. you know? Yeah. And sure enough, whoop, whoop, and a light shines on us, and we turn around, and I, I you know, I think we'd also even said, what if the, and it was the police, the police were there. <laughs> And the guy's already out of his car, and I turn around to him, and he goes, Sir, drop the battle axe and come over here. For real, he called it a battle axe. Isn't that awesome? That is so awesome. That's like a guy who, like, he's like a cop. He's like, I know a lot about guns. I know a lot about medieval armory. You know, I've always been interested in it since I was a child. Uh, so he said, drop the battle axe and come over. So I dropped the battle axe in the grass, you know, gingerly, because I don't want to hurt it, but I, I don't need that fucking battle axe. So I walk up to him, and, you know, it's, it's almost one of those moments where you're going to be like, funny story. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't. I just sort of said, hi, how you doing? And he goes, what are you doing out here? I said, well, we, we're headed back. We, I, I'm a comedian. I just did a show. That's what the battle axe was for. I, I used it in my act. It's a prop. Which is true. And, uh... Yeah, you better believe I got... I got, I got a bountiful amount of battle axe out of that $95 system. So, uh... So I say, you know, we're headed back to the hotel. We can't get through the mall. So we're trying to go all the way around. And he's like... And then, you know, he has Kate come over here. He goes, well, let me see both your IDs. So we go, check. Kate has a passport. He's like, I can't really do much with the passport, miss. So can we see some ID? She's like, yeah, okay, you know, gives it to him, and he's, she, he's like, what are you, uh, so what's going on, what's, what's your side of the story here? Which then I realized that he thought that maybe there's a situation where a shirtless, a shirtless man with a battle axe was like, woman, come with me. She was just a pedestrian, so she goes, this is my husband, he, he, gave, he literally gave me the shirt off uh, his back, so that's why he's shirtless, and he has a, uh, he has a battle axe because he does indeed use a battle axe in his, his stand-up comedy act. And, uh, and, and he goes, he goes, all right. And he goes and runs the IDs, comes back. And he goes, you guys are free uh, to go. I do want to say, though, um, you know, you got to understand, walking around, even with the battle axe, made mall security nervous. And then with the whole, the whole shirtless thing, you know, it was a problem. And I, I, I skipped this part of the story, but he did at one point. He looked at Kate, and he looked at me because our IDs are the same. It's his Miller, and he, and he looked at her, and he goes, "So you are, in fact, uh, married to this gentleman." <laughs> Guys, I started laughing out loud. It's a serious situation. He says that. I start laughing at him. And he's like, what? What's so funny? And I was like, buddy, you don't understand. First of all, this is going to be a piece of material that I can use in my act. And second of all, you just kind of asked her, like, really? <laughs> really? This is till death to be part So anyway, that was like... And then they gave us a ride to the Radisson... But they kept the, the battle axe in the... I go to get it. They go, uh-uh. We're going to keep the battle axe in the back. Then we get in the back of the cop car. Kate's like, there's no cushion here. And I was like, yeah, it's a police car. It's <laughs> not like a cushy situation when you're in the back of a police car. You're not like, can I get another throw pillow and a duvet? It's very cold. Uh, 
And then they took us back, and I was like, oh, what if they uh, confiscate the battle axe? But he looked at it, and he goes, oh, yeah, so there are these sheaths on the side. And I was like, yeah, and they're super glued there. That's right. So, it, so you never cut yourself, you know. <laughs> and he was like, okay, you're going to have the battle axe back. And I took it, and as soon as we got into the, the lobby and they went away, I turned to Kate, and I go, m'lady. <laughs> Presented her with the battle axe. She saved the battle axe by making us do the sheets. And so now uh, he couldn't take the battle axe to Canada. So I don't have the battle axe here. I would have the battle Why can't I? Because Canadians don't like weapons. And we like weapons in America, and it's going great for us down there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move it along to a section we like to call uh, it's a working title. We call it Twiddleize. It's a it's a working it's a working title. There's other names for this section. Uh, you know, because it's, it's a working title. Uh, some people call it Tweet Hat! Tweet Hat! No one wants to be for Tweet Hat! Uh, you okay, know, so that some would... people call it that. You can just get it. You know, in Canada, they, they uh, tweet my night away from here. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of good Canadian I know, ones. You know, you don't know the entire time. So you don't even have to work out lyrics sometimes. You just go, if I had, oh, oh, oh. If I had a million tweeters, <laughs> I'd buy you a green dress, but not a real green dress that's cool. Oh, thank you, yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, we'll play that. We'll play that music at the mall, yeah. Uh, Keep on tweeting in the free Are there people uh, have different sorry. names for it? Uh, you know, <laughs> you know there, we could go right in. Right into it. Yeah, some people call it. to even just see that that's possible that a, that, a, that, a, that a person could act like that and, and I got a lot of flack in Chicago people wrote uh, tweets uh, taking it to the tweets that I didn't sing the song taking it to the tweets and they don't understand that I have to uh, actually have surgery every time I do it <laughs> afterwards and a lot of people in the crowd have to have surgery, surgery done to, the, to their ears uh, TJ wrote uh, he, tweet, he tweeted this uh, recently when I have an empire and the sniffles, they call me Julius Sneezer. I know, I know. I was drunk. 
I had blacked out. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> no, I mean, come on. That's, that's something when you think of it, you're like, this is what Twitter is for. Now, now this one. This is, what, this is one of my favorites ever. Every time I look at my feet, they don't seem like my feet. They look alien to me. Like they are E.T.'s feet. That's yeah, true. Do you ever look at your feet and you're like, these are weird ones. Do you ever look at your hands and you're like, because we see our hands all the time, but so rarely do we see our feet. So sometimes at the end of the night I look at those feet and I'm like, those aren't my feet. Feet are so terrible looking. Let's, let's be real, right? No, I just think they look a little alien, you know? It depends. I like, you know... I think they should like be covered and, and, and made smaller with wooden shoes. Shade is nice. Three days ago, you wrote, the majority of the time I'm having a conversation with someone, I'm thinking, how can I quickly get out of this conversation? <laughs> is that true, the majority? Not the majority, but it, it, there's a, a fair amount of time where you don't... Someone's telling you a story and you realize you didn't hear the first part and you have no idea what they're saying. And it's just down. And then you have to ask follow-up questions and you don't know what the conversation's about. So you have to say things like, so where did, where did, that, uh, where did that happen? Uh, what was that like? And you try to ask the vaguest questions you can. You're like, really? I, uh, that sounds fun. And so what did you think about Even that? Even that's kind of risky. Uh, yeah. yeah. You wrote... Uh, on, for you Canadians, 2608-2016. I'm doing a Transformers prequel. It's called Futon. <laughs> okay, I think we've established that in Canada, what we consider to be fun and funny tweets for you is painstaking comedy. <laughs> we got to get out of here pretty soon, because we have three more shows tonight. We want to uh, we want to do something though. We like to call uh, uh, it's, it's called maskers. Yeah. And uh, uh, like yeah. 85% of superheroes. And this is maskers. Now listen. Yeah. This is a section called ask the masters. Yeah. Okay, and this is very important. Ask the masters. That's why we call it maskers. We couldn't call it m- masters or. The point is, it's called maskers, but it doesn't have anything to do with masks. Okay? You understand? So you can ask questions. We're going to take live questions, but I don't want any questions about these masks or any other masks. That's the one we'll thing that we're not masters. Yeah, we'll start off, just to give you an idea, someone wrote, the Slender Gentile wrote, uh, Masters... <laughs> Which is the more serious relationship, a bromance or besties with testies? I hate bromance because I just think it's so dumb. But what is it? What was the other one? Besties Besties with with testies? testies? That's pretty funny. Besties with testies. All right, yeah. Okay. Uh, Sean Comets, who we love on the show, he wrote, Is it okay if I start calling donuts sweet bagels? Yeah, or sugar bagels. Sugar bags. Sugar bags? Sugar bags. Sugar, sugar baby bags. That's what they call me on the street, baby. Uh, sugar baby bags. Your jive voice needs a little work. Uh, oh, do you like gender? What, what was it, slender Gentile? Yeah. It's weird that yeah. that person was picking their username, and they were like, what's a funny... Oh, oh, yeah, Slender Gentile. Let's see if it's available. Oh, it is. Okay, well, years and years and years from now, someone will read my name to a group of people in Canada, and they'll go, <laughs> Like, it's strange that they picked something funny and then got a laugh, like, seven years later. 
I love that. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. We're crowdsourcing humor. We should be. Everyone's a comedian. Do we have any live maskers here tonight? Anybody? Yeah, we can take questions from the mask. Yeah. Anybody? You can ask us about anything. It's really easy. We really are masters on almost all subjects. You know, I don't know if you heard the show today, but uh, tonight, but we really, we answered a lot of questions. Uh, I think you really know a lot more than you did. Uh, You know? Any questions? Yeah, Yeah, sure. Putting sea lion on a menu, surf or turf? (laughs) Sea lion on a menu. You know, there's a lot of great restaurants here at the... uh, A lot of great restaurants here. Yeah, there's a lot of great restaurants here at the mall. Uh, There's no reason for you to be killing the the sea lions here. (laughs) He's like, I I just don't think that was their purpose. And then we'll make them hungry with the sea lion show. I forgot to to finish this story, but I'm very pro-mall right now because I'm like, this is something where everybody gets to go. It's a social place. Yeah, we're buying things, but that's kind of what we do in this country. And it is fun to see all the different things that people are selling. And the chocolatey smell of a seal show happened to me. I, I went and I was walking to the club. And I looked and I saw that, that they were actually performing. The seals were like, ur, 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 you know, they were throwing and the ball and the whole thing. And suddenly I inhaled the delicious smell of chocolate because... The Rocky Mountain Chocolate Company is right next to the seal place. I was like, okay, I'm back on board. I'm back on board. Um, yeah, okay, any other questions for us? You can ask us anything. Yeah. Ask us personal questions about ourselves. Yeah, yeah. sir. I was wondering with, uh, with the successful crew of Aviato. Yeah, thank you. you. What's that? What's next for you? You know, I think trying to sort of multi-platform and scale up while scaling out. <laughs> And then pulling back, at least downsizing, compartmentalizing a lot of the infrastructure that right now is sort of creating data obstacles. Uh, so yeah, I think that answers your question. Yeah. Yes, you, sir. Um, so when you're in a marriage and you have a predilection for buying weapons, uh, is it important to pick your battle axes? Um, is it important? Yes, it's important to compromise. You got to pick your battle axes. Yeah. Well, that's really funny. Can I steal that and put it in my act? That's uh, the guy, that, the fellow that just answered the ask that question. He actually puts up our worst of episodes. Uh, and uh, you know, he, he actually compiles them. Uh, yeah, we, we do. Uh, they take the you know the worst moments from all of the podcasts and he splices them together, and uh, people listen. Uh, a lot of people. Some people like to think of it as a best of episode, but it's really, a, it's, it's, it's like a worst. Of, yeah. It's a worst hit. The worst of TJ Miller hits. Yeah. And he puts them together. That Stephen and uh, how about a hand for him because we appreciate what he does. And, uh, also, and we don't always have this. He does it with a guy in Sacramento, Emilio, who also uh, helps out. So we want to give him some love. Don't too. give it up for him. Yeah, because he's give not here. Up, give it up for Emilio. Yeah. He didn't fly all the way. So. But they, they help sort of bridge the gap when we can't record together. Yeah. They bridge the gap for people that enjoy the podcast. I hope some of you that came today like hadn't really heard of the podcast and had a good yeah. time. That would, be, that would be fun for us. Oh, you're just happy you got some poutines. She, you know, they should, she's just happy to be drinking white wine during the day. Yeah, They're, You guys are fucking cool. Yeah. You guys have all been so amazing. Yeah, any other questions? And then we'll sort of let them turn over the room and get ready for... Yes, sir. Uh, the long johns <coughs> with the butt flap? Yes. Is that a long port of Jonathan's? That is a long port of Jonathan's. <laughs> long, the long johns with the butt flap... 
Those are something that I wear at night, usually. I don't know if you guys know that. And we also have an outhouse in my home. I did not know that. I pan for gold in the mornings. And, uh, and I cook flapjacks on the back of a bucket that I heat it up on the inside. With a little but TJ and Kate wear more onesies than... You guys wear more onesies than any couple I know. That is true. Sometimes it's just onesies, onesies where they both get in the same outfit. You gotta travel around and, you know, with, you know... You gotta... Real, everyone in here should try wearing a onesie. That's a big part of what I hope. And you can buy one here in the mall. You could get one on your way out. That would be interesting, right? Uh, here's one, another one that Sean Comets uh, sent uh, from a while ago. I love this one. Uh, the non-alcoholic version of Sex on the Beach. Should it be called Dry Hump on the Rocks? <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. One more, one more. Yoda uh, the Yoda closer. <laughs> well, so Cash is uh, is just about to do this closer. No, I'm really. He always closes with him. He's been since the very beginning of time. I, I can't it be. was his first big closer, you guys. No. And one of the things that he loves about it is is he loves being able to do it at different live shows. No, live it's, audiences. It's the most unpleasant listen, thing about this podcast. So, it's a closer I did one it's, time. It's I mentioned really it on the podcast, and people are trying to get me to do it. it. It's, an, it's a piece of nostalgia for him. So can we just can we all support him and it's Let me me preface this. Let me preface this by saying that he does it for you because it is very painful for him to do. He likes the nostalgia of it. But a big part of that is that uh, he's ashamed of it. He's, he's I am ashamed of it. Was, it was my first cousin was Yoda uh, having an orgasm. <laughs> it lasted for literally maybe part of one week, and I became ashamed with it. Someone was like, dude, that's really beneath you. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'll never do that again. And then I brought it up on the podcast, and now every time we do a live show, people are like, do the Yoda close. It's the only thing at all. It's the only thing that's good about your comedy at all. The thing you dropped. You really have gone, really regressed since that Yoda closer you did in 1927. Well, I think, I think they're all really excited about this, and I know I am. Too. <laughs> mm, yes, please. Mm, take your dress off. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's right there. Mm, a little lower. Oh. <laughs> I think now we should fuck up a cup of coffee. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for coming out. Twelve and a half. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Appreciate it. Thank you guys. Good night. And for listeners, good night. And for listeners, good night. Thank you for not doing questions about masks. Now leaving Nerdist.com.